This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 2, How Not to Be Stressed Out for Your Family Photo Shoot. Or we could call it Why You Should Have Family Photos and How to Make Your Family Not Hate You While You're Doing It. (laughs) You know what's really cool about you? Dear, awesome listener, before you listened to this episode, you likely checked out our first one, the introductory episode, and you came back. So thank you for that. I am Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host, Becky Proudfit. Or you could also call me the real Becky. Ooh. Boom. That was Just teasing. You're a real Becky, too. (laughs) There's newsflash. There's a lot of Beckys. The lesser known Becky. How about that? (laughs) I think you're pretty well known. Hey, guys, here's what I'm wondering. Do we sound better to you? I sure hope so. Because we made some changes. <laughs> Let's just say we learned a lot from just recording the first episode. Like, the microphones may or may not have been backwards. Who knew? It's a We thing. spent a lot of time setting up, and who knew? A lot of time. My husband yeah. was mortified. <laughs> I think we all were, Yeah, actually. But anyway, so we, we think that they're facing the right way, so... Um, given that that is what we switched around, we hope that we sound better to you. You guys, here it is, take two, episode two. We're going to try this again. I do want to know if from episode one, Becky, did you learn, did you learn <laughs> anything did at I all? Did I learn anything? Did you apply anything that we talked about? Like, you know. I did actually. Okay, what? I left reviews for podcasts because I have been really feeling guilty about all the free content I've been consuming mm-hmm. with zero feedback. Yeah. I don't want to be that girl. Good for you. And I did so. say I wanted to do that. I just haven't done it yet. So it's still on my list. I actually wrote that down. You should Good. see my to-do list. It's, you know, it's pretty – it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. Okay. My big takeaway and the thing that I really wanted to implement, it's really hard <laughs> listening back to yourself and hearing yourself as a nearly 42-year-old woman say legit at least a few times. I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> I don't think it should come out of my so what you're saying is you want to quit saying legit or are you too legit to quit is the question it's not you need good. to ask yourself here by the way i'm not saying that legit's a bad word i get it's 2018 everyone's saying it but i just i didn't like the sound of it i coming out of my mouth when i listen to it back i'm like no ooh, no no well you know happen. what i think we may be getting old and becoming those moms that say like things that are supposed to be cool but right. because we're moms like using what's it called? Snap. The um, what are those what? emoji things? Uh, Bitmoji. Bitmoji. Oh, <laughs> I kind of Becky discovered Bitmojis yeah. last week, and I don't think she has <laughs> texted without texted them. without one since. Porter's like seriously, please, mom, no, please just stop no with the Bitmojis. Bitmojis. And I think I'm so funny. I think I'm so funny. I think you're so funny. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. This is why we're doing this together. We yep. can just <laughs> scratch each, other, each other's back. Okay, so guys, listen, we continue to feel super grateful that you are here. And we're grateful to have the show sponsored because, as you well know, the sponsors are really what is going to help keep this podcast alive and make it possible. So um, I do want to mention, it is completely worth mentioning that we are very, very specifically reaching out to brands and companies that are sponsoring the show that we connect with. That's really, really important to us. We want to make sure that um, that this really feels more of an extension of what we've been doing for years, which is hashtag BH favorites. Mm-hmm. The sponsors that we're having on the show really are our favorites. So with all that said, we are honored to share with you this week's sponsor. 
Can I just tell you how long I have been salivating over the next product we are about to tell you about? We are so excited to announce Betty's as a sponsor for this week's podcast. Betty's Zip-Up Bedding is the easiest, most durable, beautifully designed bedding in the world. It is a total game changer. The fitted sheet, blanket, and comforter are sewn together and have a durable, easy-to-use zipper, and it all fits on the bed like a fitted sheet. The soft, minky comfort panels completely cover the zipper and extend out for added coverage. It zips up in the morning so your beds look perfectly put together. And guess what? It's so easy to use. Even my five-year-old sleeping in her top bunk can make her own bed. It is easily machine washable. They also have coordinating blankets, cute throw pillows, and little Betty Buddies to complete your perfect bed set. These are perfect for hard-to-make bunk beds for any kiddo's bed. But guess what? They also come in bed sizes up to king size. Amazing. We do love Betty's. And you guys, Betty's loves you because they are offering every single one of you a discount. So when you head over to Betty's.com, enter Becky20 at checkout. And guess what? You'll be saving 20% off with that code. Well, today's topic is honestly just so relevant because given the time of year that we're launching this episode, it is family photo shoot season. Buckle up. (laughs) I have them booked but have not thought about it. You do? Of course. Oh, that's good. Well, you're one step ahead of me. dedicated once a year family photo girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's important. But here's the question I'm wondering. Moms who are listening to this particular episode – are probably going to feel a bit of anxiety just about the idea of family photos. So why? Why why does that happen? Why do we feel so anxious about even bringing that up? Why do so many of us get uptight and stressed out? You know? I know one of the reasons I get uptight is because these are pictures I'm going to want to share on my social media. I'm going to want to hang in my home. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've checked lately, but there are some really attractive families out there who have it put together. (laughs) And I just want my family photos to reflect the best view of my family. Okay, but you're not comparing your family pictures to other people's family pictures. No, I usually do by accident. (laughs) And that is what causes – truly, that's what causes a little bit of the – Oh. I really want my family photos to look good. Which, I mean, we all do. But you know what else I think is part of it is that we have this – underlined historical context, meaning did you grow up with like family pictures on your wall? Uh, Like one, but we would take it like once a decade or something. Okay. So a little different scenario, but a lot of people have family pictures on their walls. And so as even as kids, you're exposed to that. So now that we're adults and we're on this side of it, we feel that like longevity situation. Like these are going to be hanging around on social media or on our walls. So there's that historical context, which Let's be honest, it's it's just a big investment in all the ways. It really is. It is. And and for a lot of people, it's a big financial investment because if you get a really, really legitimately – see, mm-hmm. I said the full word – legitimately <laughs> talented photographer, you're going to get what you pay for. It's worth, it's worth the money, but mm-hmm. it's an investment. And so it's stressful. Plus, hello, it's really stressful getting the entire family ready for a photo shoot. It oh, just absolutely. is. So um, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. With each year, yeah. do you use the same photographer each year? Like, what's your approach to that whole aspect of choosing someone to take your family pictures? So when we were first starting out, 
well, we were students and poor. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just went with like whoever had a camera. Right. At the time when we looked attractive. Family photo. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Check. That is how we started. Um, kind of as we moved around naturally, we used different photographers. But I think it's important to note too, with the way that the technology is with smartphones, is if you're not in a financial position to be hiring like your dream photographer, mm-hmm. that's totally fine. Oh, yeah. There are great settings on the iPhone that you can even just have a friend, you know, set it up yourself, have a friend snap a photo, and those actually turn out pretty good. Well, just, I mean, take the picture no matter what, right? Like, oh, if you absolutely. can hire a photographer, ideal, yes, for yeah. sure, um, if you can invest in that. But if you can't, don't not take the picture just because yeah. you don't have a professional taking it well and I so I kind of do switch photographers every now and again but I try to have the feel of the family photo so like last year's photo we took up at our cabin kind of in a grove of aspen trees the year before that we did an orange grove this Mm -hmm. year we're doing it in a cactus field are you yeah those are the best I've done an urban one so I just try Mm -hmm. to keep it different backgrounds to kind of Mm -hmm. You know, so it doesn't look like the same photo yeah. in different clothes. Well, for sure. Because I never age, so that's yeah, a problem. this is true. So you, I don't want it to probably look like don't. the same picture. You're one of those people. David and I have a we, – we have a few families that when we get their card, every year we're like, dang, they literally do not age. They do not age. The kids grow up, but mom and dad, people are our age. We age. They don't. So if you're one of those people, <laughs> hit us up. Let us know your skincare we, regimen, please. We are going to need to know this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm similar to you in terms of we choose a different scenario each time. Um, or scenario? Scene. Backdrop? What is it called? Location. Location. Yes. And so we do that. But also, we I'm actually pretty intentional that every year, every single year, we choose a different photographer. I think we've only repeated a photographer once. And that is very intentional because I like to support a lot of different people, but also how fun to mix it up, mix Mm -hmm. up the style and the vibe and the quality and the, you know, just the type of image. And in fact, I have not yet decided, but this year we are really thinking about hiring a local 14-year-old boy. I know this 14-year-old boy, and I think that is awesome. I think that is a really cool thing that you're going to do. Number one, he's- I haven't decided yet. Well, if you but do. he's on the yeah he's on he's the, on the short list, huh? Oh yeah, and I yeah. think you're probably more selective about photographers than I am, being your business and line mm-hmm. of work. But he's I good, love though. that idea. He really is. Yeah, good. he's good, and he's like I said, he's 14, so he's mm-hmm. exploring the idea of doing more photography. He has a legitimate camera. It's not like it would be with his you know iPhone. Although I agree with you that the right. portrait mode alone is just really cool. Um, but it's I'm considering it and. You know, he just wants to get started and he wants some experience. I'm like, well, listen, at the end of the day, we're still going to get really good pictures, whether we yeah. hire somebody at several hundred dollars mm-hmm. or, you know, pay a kid 50 to 100 dollars. Or I, I just don't, I don't know yet. And it's not about the money. It's about it's about really exploring that different vibe and giving another person kind of a chance to get his photography business business up and running. I just think that yes. would be a lot of fun. So anyway, we're, we're thinking about it. I wanted to also mention that um, – I love annual family pictures. I I know you do too. You've said that. I love the pictures in and of themselves, just by themselves. But there is something really magical about seeing year after year after year mm-hmm. all together, whatever yes. that looks like. And so for me, when when he, when we had our twentieth family picture taken, because David and I have been married twenty three years, but okay. that twentieth year, the twentieth picture, 
I put them all together in a photo book. I did it completely through the Project Life app. I printed the photo book. And since this is an audio experience here in the podcast, I think that what I'll do is like do a flip through of this photo book so you can see it and we'll put it on our Instagram. I think so, that's a great idea. And make sure you guys are following our Instagram, by the way. It's at Cultivate a Good Life. That's where you can find us hanging out. Um, and I'm ready to dive in. I mean, she's got this? some content for you guys. Oh my gosh, so you buckle guys. Buckle up. Buckle up because I want to dive into these tips. And there are 30 of them. This will not be in an hour and a half long. I promise you. I promise. <laughs> I will unplug her mic if we go over the 45 minute mark. I promise. Oh, we might be halfway there already, but this is so good. These are such good tips because I think that when people think, oh, tips for planning for a photo shoot, have candy in your pockets and plan your outfits in advance. Well, sure. But did you think about all these other things that really, if you're listening to it now and your photo shoot is coming up, you are put, you're putting yourself in such a good situation because like the title said, we want you to not freak out. We want you to not be stressed out and we want everyone to love each other by the end of that photo shoot. That is the goal. And so let's dive right into um, the tips and just keep in mind that with 30 of them, not every single thing that I share will be, you know, real, will really resonate with you necessarily, but you will definitely hear tips that will apply to you. So, Well, and I think it's important to mention too that in the preparation for this episode, uh, we reached out to, I mean, lots of photographers to get their input of what worked with families, what didn't work with families, and some things maybe you wouldn't think about um, that will help improve your family photos. Yep. That is actually where most of this content is coming from. We wanted the photographer's perspective on what they wish their families would know and understand and think about ahead of time. And it's fantastic. So I, I won't quote every single thing on every single photographer, but if you check out our show notes on the blog at beckyhiggins.com, you will find links to all of these photographers because who we reached out to are people that we have personally used or know that have great insight. So definitely check them out. All right, ready? Ready. All right, so we have this organized kind of in chronological order. So let's start with the big picture. And this is like not about the day of or after or whatever, but the big picture as you're even thinking about this. Tip number one, just do it. Do not wait until you are your perfect weight. Don't wait until it's the perfect weather. Don't wait until you have the perfect outfits. Don't wait until you think everything is perfect. So I photographer Kim Skinner, for example, said too many people have experienced tragedy who wished they would have just taken the pictures. I agree with that. We don't want that to be us. So and, you know, it's it's relatable, right? A lot of us feel a little bit, you know, I wish we had 20 more pounds to drop or I wish I wish that one location were more accessible or Mm -hmm. let's just not worry about that. Tip number two, I say this a lot in all things that I do work related and in my life, but I'm going to say it here because it applies. Quoting Stephen R. Covey, begin with the end in mind. So how does this even apply to photo shoots? Let me say it in a different way. Um, I have a a college professor who was one of my family science um, teachers, and she said something that still all these years later I still think about. She said, the purpose of the task is to strengthen the relationship. So in terms of when you think about any sort of task that you're approaching, whether it's loading the dishwasher or running errands or whatever the thing is, in this case, we're talking about a photo shoot. Think about your purpose. Is the purpose of this photo shoot just to get it checked off your list? Or at the end of the photo shoot, do you want to have that great feeling of satisfaction that you and your family actually enjoyed a bonding and fun experience? 
This matters not just in the moment, but also in the long run. Because girls, every time you see those pictures, you will likely recall, not just you, actually, I think your family too, you're likely going to recall the feeling of that day, that day of the photo shoot. So decide ahead of time what that feeling should be, right? Because the images will be much, much more meaningful if the family has those sweet memories of quality time attached to the pictures. And photographer Julia Davis on this said, think of the photo session as an experience, quality time with your family, not a chore. Well, and this is something I'm going to have to really look at because... You're not just asking for a friend? Every <laughs> single year, this is how it looks. Uh-oh. I don't want to wear this, Mom. It's itchy. I don't even like it. And it ends up with an escalation of emotion mm-hmm. and me saying like, just get in the car. Just wear this outfit. Do this picture for me. You're going to be so glad. What if I died tomorrow? <laughs> you would be so glad you had these. So these experiences, I pray that my kids don't remember the actual experience of taking pictures because thus far. Oh, no. It, I usually give them candy or do something really fun after because I feel like if yeah. I give them enough of a treat that they may forget the... <laughs> stress your, your freak out moment in, the freak out and the stress going into the situation so, so this is something for reals i can do a okay. lot better so do you already feel resolve are you going to be better i need a commitment from I you on behalf of your husband i'm gonna listen to this podcast okay. and keep learning and be a better person at the end <laughs> oh. and apply all the things well i'm just gonna say right now you're welcome taylor <laughs> proudfit you are welcome for this episode every husband out there will be saying Honey, please Thank just maybe you. maybe just listen to episode two one more time. One more quick perspective that was um, shared with us by Corey Ann, another photographer. She said, remember that family photos are not just for you. They are for the next generation and hopefully the next and the next and the next. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do get caught up in our own stress and we really do kind of think it is about us and we need to get right. over ourselves. Number three, make a family date out of it. This kind of starts, I mean, you mentioned the, right. the treat. Let's let's kind of go into some of that. Julia Davis recommends that families choose a location where you can actually enjoy your time together a little bit before or a little after the session. This is obviously going to be fun for several reasons, but the strategy that you, mom, because most of you are moms that are listening, that you might want to consider is that you really talk up the experience with the family ahead of time to help everyone get in the right frame of mind. So like Becky was even alluding to, like maybe plan to go out for a special dinner or at least take them out for ice cream or some sort of special treat afterwards just to celebrate. Because it is kind of a celebration. Like, yeah, we did it. It's done. We can check it off the list. <laughs> We're done, kids. We're done. Mom is going to stop freaking out. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. So I have a question for you. I just got to know because when I think about that, because mm-hmm. I gotta, I've got to get my act together and strategize for my own family. But when I think about treats for my family, yeah, like do you have a favorite place that your family likes to go for a treat? Absolutely, we what, do. What is it? Okay, so my kids' favorite restaurant. Every last one of them, it's all the same. Oh, for years. Okay, very somewhat boring, but super delicious. They all love Red Robin. Oh, and we're not. We try to uh, not take them out to eat, like in sit-down situations, Mm -hmm. too much. So that when we do it, it's kind of a special treat. And so Red Robin's kind of our go-to. The whole family loves it. And who doesn't love a bonsai burger? I mean, let's just talk about that for a minute. You might need to introduce me. That's not what I've had. Okay, we actually, we could probably talk about food for days. in and of itself. Oh, wow. Is it? 
The okay, bonsai well, burger just, is yeah. life changing. Okay. Well, there's a lot of food I want to try. Our favorite treats, our go-to favorites are um, the chocolate molten cake at Chili's. Oh, very good. Specifically at Chili's. Mm-hmm. And also at, um, oh, what's it called? The, the Pazuki at <gasps> Brick. BJ's? Wait, no. Um, Oregano's. Oregano's. Oregano's yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I Like, you should see the devouring situation that my family has with spoons. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> well, and who cares if they get cookie on their shirt after family photos? Oh, does not, not even matter. Not this mom. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Tip number four, connect with your photographer and have clear expectations. You definitely want to have good communication with your photographer so that everyone's on the same page about what the goal of your session is. Everyone's going to have different perspectives. So making sure you're actually on the same page will actually help a lot. I might have just said actually like four times in a row. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and if you're like <laughs> me and not a professional photographer slash scrapbooker slash family memory mm-hmm. maker keeper, um, there's room for something that really helps me is I will go on Pinterest and like, put in family pictures because sometimes I don't know what I want. And so I will go on and say, oh, I like the feel of this. I like that um, this photographer uses is really crisp. Like the lines Mm -hmm. are really clear. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the background of this. I like the sun like that. And that has been really helpful. Oh, yeah. Well, that just helps you get on the same page because... But you know all the special names for that kind of things and like that it exists. Oh, I don't know those things exist, so I need to, like, see it. You know, I don't – it's like you don't know what you don't know. Sure. I don't know what I want because I don't know what – No, but you know what I bet is your photographer probably really appreciates that you just give her some examples. Mm -hmm. Out of full respect still because she's going to – she or he, uh, they're going to have their own style of photography. So you want to be respectful of that. But they – if they have an idea of what you have in mind, that is super, super important. Yeah. Kim Skinner says, from my perspective, the goal is to capture how you remember and feel about your family at that time not to paint some picture-perfect image of them. Oh, I know. That one stung a little because right. I think maybe I have done that. Well, I mean, that's what that's what sometimes we get caught up in thinking about. She continues and says, I can work out the details and the posing, but no amount of perfect posing or technical savvy makes up for lack of emotion or natural expressions and connections in an image. Dang. That's a good one. Like, you better work on – okay, that goes back to what I'm saying. What is the purpose of the task? Mm-hmm. So if you have in mind that the purpose of the photo shoot is to have a positive bonding experience with your family, then you're not going to be bickering and down each other's throats. Yeah. So, all right, tip five, share tips about your kids. So while you're already connecting with your photographer about all the things, make sure that you keep in mind that if your photographer has a heads up on perhaps some of your kids' favorite things or what they're currently into, Melanie Maurer suggests um, that if she gets talking points ahead of time, what it helps her to do is actually generate some great reactions and expressions and smiles. And then Melody Proudfit mentions that even sharing their favorite shows or lines or songs, this is applicable, I think, especially to the little ones, it mm-hmm. really helps to keep them happy. And for me, I have uh, a son with ADHD who's now 12, but when he was little, really getting him to, po- I mean, it was kind of a nightmare getting you know, the pose out of him. Mm-hmm. And so kind of alerting my photographer to any like special needs your yes, family may have. Definitely. Um, I know for Jameson, like when he was really little, loud noises really bothered him. And so I kind of talked through, okay, this works, this doesn't, just so that they were aware and didn't like make, because with some kids, if you make a mistake, it will cause a meltdown and... Oh. 
then there you go. Less than ideal. Not not what you want with a photo shoot. Yeah, give those tips ahead of time for sure. Tip number six, let perfectionism go. You guys, this is where I feel like a lot of moms get hung up. This is what um, Kim Skinner says. She says, if your kid throws a temper tantrum during the session, not that anyone's experienced this. I'm just hypothetically <laughs> My speaking. kids are perfect, so I can't relate in any way. Right. So if this happens, you better believe, she says, I'm going to take some pictures of it. We will get the smiley good stuff too, but those funny moments will be funny later, like not right in, the, in that right. moment probably. Solid <laughs> six to ten weeks. You're going to really enjoy that. <laughs> After a little bit of therapy. Right. Um, will really be some of your favorites. Also, if your kid has like a space between their teeth or a missing tooth, oh. let's embrace it. Jack-o'-lantern smiles on children. Right? Oh, is there anything better? I no. mean, really. I mean, unless they cut their own hair. And she says, let's remember that too. If you have a kid who loves to throw her hands on her hips let's and give some oh, sass, bring it on. I am going to post on our, um, on our show notes okay. a picture of my little ball of wonderful. Oh, my. With her little hands on her hips. We'll see. And and I can see that some some parents would go into trying to direct what to do or not to do. We're going to talk more about that. But I, I want to say this other thing that she shared that's impactful she says, it actually makes me a little sad to get parents requesting that I Photoshop their kids' teeth perfectly straight or Aww. change things about them for the sake of it being perfect. I have found that in pictures, like most things, we usually remember the not-so-ordinary stuff over the things in life that go smoothly. So embrace who each of you are right now and how life really is. Okay, let's be honest. My job is to make it look slightly, make you guys look slightly better than real life, but you get the point. Believe it or not, you'll look back on those more natural photos and remember that stage of life lovingly, and you won't be so worried about the perfection of it once they are grown and gone. I am not going to start crying right now. Interesting. Why don't you compose yourself and I'll tell a fun story. Tell me. So when my boys, so I have two boys and two girls. My boys are the older kids, and when they were little, um... I either was probably like not showering back then on a daily basis and really in the trenches. And so the family picture Mm -hmm. that year was just me like putting a little fun sweater on the boys and putting them in front of the Christmas tree. Oh, and I kind of remember like being stressed about like, oh, I have to get a picture for our Christmas cards. And I took it with like, you know, some random camera or something, just took it myself. Of course. And something's better than nothing. Of course. And you can guarantee on family pictures, like the fires of hell will unleash against you and your family <laughs> in the hours leading up to the family photo shoot. It's True. just Murphy's Law. Uh-huh. Prepare for it. Yeah. Um, and of course this happened. And so I finally got the boys like settled and sitting still. And um, my first son was like two or three at the time. My other one was one. So he was kind of propped up on his brother. And just as we took the photo... The one-year-old threw up all over Ooh. himself, and oh. my older son, Weston, was, like, screaming in disgust Aww. and horror at being barfed on, <laughs> and that was the fo- – so I took the photo, whatever, got it on the Christmas cards because I was like, that is just the best we can do, and that is one of my favorite, totally. favorite pictures to bring out at Christmas because that was so where we were at. That's – Exactly. That and is it was, where you were. It's such a fun memory now. And oh, I was kind sure. of obviously embarrassed at the time. But if you know me, people probably expected that kind of thing. But I love that picture. I can't it's wait a to cherished, see it. cherished picture. So you're going to put it in the show notes? Yes. Are we going to do I'm that? I'm going to locate it. Oh, put your finger on that. I got to see it now. Mm-hmm. All right. Tip seven. Trust your photographer. Girls, here's the deal. You did hire a photographer or you're going to. 
or, you know, whenever that happens for you. So you really should sit back and just trust them. If you want to get all high maintenance and picky, the problem with that is that you might stifle the photographer's creativity and obviously that's not going to serve anyone. So Selena Sorensen recommends that you show up to your session with an open mind and that you follow the direction of your photographer um, that she or he is going to give you. Also, trust that your photographer is there to get the best images for you. They are aware of the shortcomings and the flaws that sometimes come up during the photo shoot, like weather or chaotic kids or whatever. And so they're usually aware of that and equipped to adjust and adapt to the individual circumstance. So instead of stressing out, freaking out about the things that just pop up, listen and trust your photographer that they've got your back and the images are going to turn out beautiful. If you're That's paying an expert for the love, right. let them be the expert. Right. And you they just know better than you do. Be the mom and just love you on just those kids. just keep your kid from barfing on you. <laughs> or, you know, let them. <laughs> Just or that too. All right, around. Let's, that'll be a great picture. <laughs> let's go ahead and move into tips for before the day of the shoot, like planning ahead when you're like, okay, we're getting closer. This is what needs to be figured out. Tip eight, do not overbook your day. We all know that it can take a while to get the whole family ready. This is obviously part of what makes the, the photo shoot stressful. So the last thing you want to do is add stress by adding more obligations in one day. Selena Sorensen suggests making the photo shoot the prime event for the day. I never thought of it that way, but it's like, that's like not the photo shoots being squeezed in between all the other things that are lined up. Like it's the prime event. This is definitely Mm going to ensure that you are better prepared and organized, which obviously is going to result in a better experience for everybody. I mean, I know when I'm rushing my kids out the door is usually when they behave their absolute best. Uh, They look good. We feel good. There's no yelling ever. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh man. It's bringing up so many memories, I'm sure, for for everybody. (laughs) Tip number nine, plan your outfits in advance. Well, yes, duh, right? We know this. We know that this is like the most obvious thing about photo shoot preparation. But I cannot tell you how many times I've winged it at the last minute. And Becky, you were just mentioning like somebody was uncomfortable in an outfit or whatever. Maybe you plan it in advance, but maybe your family wasn't involved or even tried on the clothes. So yeah, usually they're not involved in that at all. Well, I mean, you don't have to change that. But maybe they should at least try them on ahead of time to make sure that there aren't sensory issues. That is or, a good tip. Because right. usually it involves me going to Target and trying to coordinate the lines released mm-hmm. and buying like $400 of clothing. Oh, my. And I would not. See, you guys, you, I clearly I have some things to work on in this department. <laughs> I have number one. I take them every year. That's Check good. Well, one of 30. There you go. Yes. One, one of 30. Well, here's some really good advice that um, – that some of the photographers that we reached out to offered, they said that maybe it's worth considering choosing your outfit first, meaning mom. Brooke Samuelin says, sometimes we pick all the kids' outfits and then we're stressed at the end because we're trying to throw our outfit together at the last minute. If mom ain't oh happy, gosh. ain't nobody happy. No, seriously, that's how that works. And I've I have made that mistake. Yeah, for sure. Having said that, maybe it's not your outfit that goes first. Um, like for example, it should be maybe the hardest person, like somebody who is particularly picky with their Mm -hmm. clothes or someone who does have sensory issues or your husband, maybe he like really, really, really likes a particular shirt. We want everybody feeling good in what they're wearing because the more comfortable everybody is, 
the more genuine those smiles and expressions will be. I have actually considered, and maybe this will be the year to do it, if I was to do a family photo shoot with a very plain, in a plain surrounding, Mm -hmm. I have considered letting each of my kids pick their favorite outfit to wear. It would look a little chaotic, but I think it could be really, really cool. So guess what? Did you do that? We totally did that last year. You and did? That actually did it take, work? It worked. It worked. We did not look like we were out of a catalog, which some people really like that look of, you know, yeah. really pre-planned, very coordinated. Like and When I my mean, life was more chaotic, I really needed that moment. But now I feel like I'm <laughs> to a higher place where I probably right. could handle right. less of it. No, that's actually a really good point. But last year we did do that. That actually takes me into uh, the 10th tip. We are now at 10 out of 30, guys. We're getting there. There's a lot of good stuff coming still. All right. Um, but we, we, I, that's what I did. I said to my family, what would you want to wear? And I let everyone pick it out. And of course, I laid it all out. And that is the tip 10 is lay it all out. You got to like be able to lay the stuff out, whether it's on your bed or the floor, but really just make sure that when you look at everything collectively, that it feels good to you. You don't have to be an expert in fashion, but snap a picture, share it with your photographer. That goes back to making sure that you consult with a photographer, be sure that everything looks good. And then Julia Davis on this whole point about laying it all out says that if you want to give your session a fresh and modern feel, that layers and textures and patterns that complement each other but don't necessarily match or or coordinate completely, that's going to be a really good fresh look. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Tip 11, consider the sit ability. This is pretty short, but think about it. Do you want to be standing for every single picture? Probably not. Mixing things up with sitting for some pictures is a really good idea for variety. So do yourself a favor and be sure that everyone will feel comfortable sitting in what they're wearing. All right. So that's, I mean, also another tip. If you're feeling less than stellar about the state of your midsection, okay, sitting may not be the choice for you. Or, I mean, the photographer will position you so that maybe you're sitting, but maybe there's a child in front of you. I say that because every photo I've ever (laughs) taken sitting down, I'm like, No, it happens. Yeah. So I make sure I'm standing up looking like a stone-cold fox. Well, as you should. And as you do. Thank you. You really do. You're welcome. Tip number 12, run your outfits by your photographer. Many photographers would really appreciate this because they can actually factor what you're wearing into the decision about location. So Selena Sorensen says, if you know your colors, or she's saying about herself as a photographer, if I know your colors and your tones and outfits, I can better pick a location that will flow seamlessly. And then she adds just not to hold back on the accessories. Those small details can make an outfit pop and really add a fantastic textural element to the image. I think this is something that I appreciate hearing about because I'm a pretty simple girl with fashion. And I just don't consider myself necessarily the most fashionably conscious person ever. I'm kind of, I dress like a, like, like a mom, right? You like, dress like a hot mom, though. Thank you. You're I appreciate that. So here's what, what some photographers do that I think is super cool. So Kim Skinner was telling me that when she sees the outfits ahead of time, it helps her to be able to catch anything that might overly stand out or might be flattering. So she also provides her clients with a Pinterest page of ideas of what to wear. 
She says what to wear is super important to a session, but it shouldn't be the deal breaker. That doesn't mean that clothes have to be fussy or costly. It just usually means that smart choices that flatter and complement each other are usually the best. And no matter what, what you wear will be dated in a few years anyway, so don't stress too much about it because you're going to make fun of it anyway down the road. No matter if it were like a million dollar outfit or something you already owned. Go to Target. They've got great things. Oh, they do. All the different levels of all the things. I know. Number 13, guys, socks matter. It doesn't seem like something you would actually think matters, but guys, trust me, all the details matter including the socks. Kim Allen says, I cringe a little inside whenever I see someone show up with white ankle socks with dress shoes. So that, oh, I mean, I know it gets overlooked. That's like Pee Wee Herman style. You know, that could be a thing. We could yep. bring that back. See, um, so she suggests that men and boys should actually wear dark or patterned tall socks, the kind that you cannot see any skin under your long pants or socks that don't show it off. That's the, like the style right. that you're going for. I think that's like a thing, like the sockless look. Mm-hmm. So the way you can test this is have your boy sit down on the ground with crisscross legs in the outfit that you've chosen. If the ankles or the legs are showing, get them different socks, girls. Or switch them up. Be what? like my boys and wear the most loud, obnoxious socks you can find. And it's kind of their little character trait. I love that. But I love it. No, I love that too. Love you just got to make sure that they're long enough that the yes. skin isn't showing. That's the main tip there. Right. It has to look intentional. For Can't sure. Can't look like you forgot mm-hmm. to put socks on. I love the fun socks. Mm-hmm. Tip number 14. Let's talk hair. So I have mixed feelings about this because Melanie Maurer suggests that you might want to consider a trim for the day of your session so you don't have to worry about hair. But the problem with that in my family, to each their own, right? Because I, I can see how some families might trust their hair person that much to be able to trim it and style it in that day. My personal opinion, and based on my family's experience, is everyone, my husband, my kids, me, uh, do the haircut or color, whatever, but like give it a week or two to kind of settle into mm-hmm. what it's supposed to look like before the photo shoot. Well, and scheduling hair appointments the day of, I can just tell you right now, I'm not capable of that kind of uh, planning when it comes no, to family photos. adding more stress. Too much. Right. Too but much the day of. Having said that, for some people, that's worth considering. Right. It, it depends on your experience with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Tip number 15, make up. The general consensus from all the photographers that we reached out to is that if you're doing your own makeup, go just a little heavier than you normally would. This, I cannot understate the importance of this. Yeah. I never thought about it until I have. Apparently, I am a photo taking expert in this regard. Except, yeah, except the not freaking out part. (laughs) No, I mean having pictures taken of me. I used to be paid to do that kind of thing. Yeah, and you might feel slightly like a drag queen, but seriously, put on that little bit of Mm -hmm. extra dark shadow mm-hmm. put on an extra thick eyeliner yeah even lips people don't consider lips mm-hmm. if you're used to wearing a very nude and sheer lip in a photo um with the way the light works it will sh- it will look like you have no lips yeah and who wants kind to have no lips oh that would be weird be very and weird. you know what else even beyond that julia davis is suggesting that you use a matte makeup to make your face a little bit younger mm-hmm. in fact she was saying that shimmer can actually highlight the wrinkles and imperfections that who is knew? true Right? Maybe if you have to, if you're really into the highlighting, you can do like a cheek, you know, a cheek highlight, right. but do not. Yes. Yeah. And bring uh, a translucent powder as well, ladies, if mm. you're into like the CC cream, which is what I like to wear sometimes if you're outside and, you know, you've been outside for a little bit and mm-hmm. may get a little bit shiny. 
just bring a little translucent compact, brush it Boom. on, done. You're good to go. Well, also worth considering is to have your makeup professionally done. Wow. This can alleviate alleviate some stress. And they will know how the makeup artist will know how to emphasize your best features. But here's the thing: you have to make sure it's someone you've used before. So, for example, I've done this. There was only one of all of our family pictures. There was one year that I used a makeup artist because I ended up combining it with some work f- photos as well. And I was like, well, I might as well just have the family pictures taken too. Right. You know what? Those are to this day still the ones that my friends will say, "Dang girl, mm-hmm. you look good." And I did. My makeup was on. Dang, you look good, right? I mean, I I really did. And so I actually can attest to that and say that is worth it. You just have to already know the makeup artist. You have to know what she's gonna he or she is going to do to your face because right. if you experiment with family photos, mm, no, could be great or real real bad. I think it I think it would be the latter. Tip number sixteen: add another generation. Think about this. So Melanie Maurer was sharing with me that if your parents or your grandparents happen to live close or they can travel easily, maybe just have them come along for like five minutes to jump in a few of those pictures. I just, there's something to that, right? Like if your parents live close enough or your grandparents, maybe consider adding them to a few pictures. It's something that you may never regret. Or your family dog too, honestly. Yeah, we have never tried that. (laughs) I don't know. My dog no, no. has a slightly lazy eye, so I he's like, hey, hey, the chicken from oh my gosh. Moana. I double dog dare you to put oh, that I totally dog and get Walter in the pictures. Walter the dog oh. is amazing. Is that his full name? Walter, Walter the dog? The dog. It's, not it's just Walter. Walter Spike Proudfit. Oh, wow. Let's move right on <laughs> into the next tips, you guys. We are now talking about the day of the shoot. I'm going to try to go a little bit quicker here. We don't want this episode to take too long, but these are some really, really helpful things. When you're thinking about the day of, tip number 17, the first thing I'm going to say is prep your man, okay? So what does that even mean? You can really, really play a role in helping your husband to feel cool about it and to let their guard down a bit. That's a thing. Like, that can really happen. So Natalie Nelson said, more often than not, it's the crabby dad that ruins the photo shoot because the kids pick up on his wavelength, and then it's over. You want your husband to be a total team player. You want him to have a great experience with this. So how do we even do that? I don't even I don't even know. Funny story. <laughs> so one family photo shoot, it was my first one I was trying to, like, make us look like models. Oh, my. You know? Mm-hmm. And I bought my husband at the Gap, like, this really awesome sweater, okay? Like, okay. this cute, like, GQ sweater. Oh, bless him. You need to know about my husband. Like, he can't even wear long sleeves. Like, he has a claustrophobia issue with the long oh. sleeves of any kind. Okay. So and that's so a sensory a sweater issue. is, like, next level. You're breaking all the photo shoot rules. All of them. He, I mean, you can't tell from the photos, but he, like, after that photo shoot, literally, like, ripped it off. <laughs> so mistake no not a mistake just you learned i would recommend not putting taylor in a so in a a so now i know i don't put him in something that's unnatural and so typically for my husband what that looks like he's a pretty simple dresser yeah um even a white a white shirt or like a collared shirt Mm -hmm. is really easy to like mesh in with the rest of the family but he's not like a flashy razzle dazzle kind of dude right he's a classic so Ralph don't Lauren make your model. man wear something that he feels ridiculous in. That's right. kind of the takeaway. The other thing is you want to make sure that your guy is well-fed. 
Like, hello. And your kids. Well, just we're going to get there, too. Well, let's but, be like, honest. And yourself. Well, nobody should show up hangry. No, ma'am. That's going to be a big mistake. Um, but it's kind of keeping with the husband, just because he's going to have such a crucial role in the tone of everything, express to him how thankful you are that he's actually being a good sport about this, getting dressed up, helping wrangle the kids and whatever. Like, tell him how much this means to you. And also, if you know his love language, love on him before and after the shoot. If his love language is words of affirmation, say the words. Or maybe your husband would appreciate a heartfelt letter. If if his love language is food, make him his favorite meal or take him to his favorite restaurant. And if physical affection is the way to his heart, well, sister, you know what to do. <laughs> Be flirty during the session. Be flirty. Like, have fun. And just know his love languages and make sure that he's he's a good sport because you're genuinely helping him to feel cool about all the things. All right. Tip number 18. We were just talking about this. Do not show up hungry. There's, there's hardly... Or try what? to feed your kids five minutes before in their photo shoot outfits. Please tell me you're kidding. Listen. Listen. I'm a bit of a rookie. Okay? <laughs> have I done this? Yes, I have. <gasps> have I screamed work? at them for getting chocolate on their shirt? Oh. Also, yes, oh, I have. Please spare yourself. Listen, if you show up, if you show up with your bellies full, this is a game changer. Just plan ahead for it. Don't be last minute about it. Just make sure it happens. This goes into number nineteen. Sleep is underrated. If you guys are tired, this is probably not going to fare so well. So make sure everyone's well-fed and make sure everyone is well-rested so that you have the best possible experience. Tip number 20, we kind of touched on this, be prepared with treats. So I think that a lot of people do have experience with this, whether you're using it for bribery or war, or, or like a reward or whatever. But guys, for the love of not ruining all of the effort that goes into getting good pictures, this is going to go along with what Becky was just saying, please <laughs> please be thoughtful about what kind of treats you have. So if it's really like sticky or chocolatey, honestly, that could be a disaster. I'm just saying maybe possibly you've had experience with this. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. Our current photographer that we have had for a few years and our previous photographer that I used for many years, both of them bring the kids like Mm -hmm. those dollar treats. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning of the photo shoot, it's like, look at my treat bag. And uh-huh. what I can give you, and you get it as soon as we're done with the photo shoot. Ooh. And I'll tell you, when my kids were younger, they would work for a Milky Way. Totally. And the Milky Way chocolatey. And afterwards, afterwards have at it. Yeah. Chocolate yourselves till your heart's content. <laughs> Along with that, tip 21, bring a favorite thing. So this is going to apply more to the littles, right? Like a small toy or a book that the photographer can use to help get their attention. I've seen that done a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they like shake a little... I thought you meant like bring their favorite toy and I'm thinking that would have spelled disaster. No, and that's why I mean like this is really like a little Just to kind of get their attention Mm -hmm. towards the lens. Yes. Yeah. And that can... Good call. That can... Turn around and bite you in the butt because if it becomes a distraction and they end up don't crying bring their for it. blankie or their favorite lovey because then when she's dangling it above the camera it's gonna that could cause some problems that could cause an issue. Mm-hmm. The last thing in this section is tip twenty two: be early to the shoot. Extra time, guys, means less rushing and yes. less stressing. So if you can actually get to the location like. 15 minutes early or whatever feels good to you, take a walk around and just enjoy being together as a family. This goes mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about where just bonding and having fun and remembering that you're, the, the purpose of the photo shoot is mm-hmm. to strengthen your relationships. Like that's the whole point. Everyone's going to 
be more relaxed and look more natural and happy in the photos. It's a big deal. Yeah. All right. So during the photo shoot, tip 23, we are now at the photo shoot. We've shown up. We're ready to go. Here we go. Tip 23, do not be a control freak. And really in life in general. <laughs> really? Control freak is the well, we can't root control. of all evil. I mean, wait till you hear episode three, right? Ugh. Sometimes you cannot control things. But in this particular situation, when we're thinking about the photo shoot, this is a unanimous tip from every photographer that I talk to. If you have a good photographer, and I am sure that you do, they will do the hard work for you. So do what you need to do before the session, preparing, whatever. The photographer will take it from there. So they're they gonna, are the boss of you. Yeah. In fact, it feels really good to let somebody else be the boss of you. And your kids will listen to mm-hmm. someone other than you, better, better than you in this situation, Fo- for sure. Sure. Yeah. I almost said faux show. Faux show. <laughs> Why didn't you? I, because I heard myself say legit. <laughs> faux show. I'll say it for you. <laughs> Sounds better coming from you. You're, you're a little bit younger than I am. So the <laughs> photographer is going to guide you to being more photogenic and beautiful. You have to trust that that's what they're going to do. Those photos are going to turn out way better if you just let them be in charge. This means, girls, you have to try to avoid micromanaging the shoot by saying things like, can we stand in front of that fountain? Aren't our faces going to be too shaded you know like can you smile more naturally can you turn a little like resist the urge well say that together resist Resist the urge (laughs) resist resist the urge to instruct and prompt and discipline for the love please don't discipline your kids during the photo shoot not the time no bribery bribery is the way no for real you get on airplanes too just side well that's a whole other topic isn't it not the time to teach your children it's the time to give them m&ms and an ipad yeah and say Enjoy yourself. Yeah, seriously. And just trust your photographer. And if you feel tempted to step in, honestly, the best recommendation, and this does come from all the photographers, just walk away. Like if you need to literally physically turn your back and walk away, not because you're angry, but because you see your urges to jump in, just walk away, sister. I think it's important to note too that part of photography is the after part, the editing part, the Photoshop part or whatever program they use. And they know things about the capabilities of that program you don't. So Mm -hmm. if they're putting you in a shaded situation, I'm certain that they have a plan to make it look good. And P.S. If those don't turn out, there will be others that do. You know? All right. Tip number 24. Let the kids be themselves. So you don't have to raise your hand on this, but is it possible that some of us have been guilty about nitpicking at our kids during a photo. I mean, I'm not you, Becky. Is my hand raised? (laughs) Yes, it is. You know, it's you have the tendency, not you, Becky, necessarily. You can just say it. Becky has a tendency. I have a tendency, (laughs) and I am certain a lot of you do too. I've never seen you at a photo shoot, but I can totally see many moms, maybe you, maybe not, (laughs) who jump in with, oh, don't smile like that, or can you stop making that face, or sit still. We all have the tendency to get stressed out when our kids don't seem like they are cooperating. So the problem with that is that what's happening is you, you probably won't even think of it this way, but your kids will be more self-conscious and reserved rather than what we want them to do, which is just letting their personalities shine. So Selena Sorensen says, I usually tell the parents to let me talk so I can play with them and have fun with it. The photographer needs to earn their trust, but parents can distract from the process. Letting the photographer bond with the kids will ensure that the kids will look and act natural in photos so the parents don't need to worry. Because we don't want to worry. I don't want to worry. Right. Make them the bad guy. Make the, get, mm-hmm. Put the stress on them. That's what you're paying them for. Right? It's true. 
Tip number 25, savor the moment. This is definitely easy for us to get caught up in the stress. And I and I want to just say this. It's kind of on more of a personal note, but very quick kind of mention here. It took us years to even get pregnant to have our first baby in the first place. So sometimes yeah. when I feel the stress of motherhood in general, let alone mm-hmm. a stressful situation like a photo shoot, all it takes is for me to step back and go, listen, sister, you have a family. You have children. You have a husband. Family pictures should not be a stressful thing because this is a huge blessing that you actually have a yeah. family. And so I think that perspective actually can really be a game changer. At least it has been for me. Yeah. So Julia Davis suggests that using the in-between moments, like during the photo shoot, when you're actually like going through the motions, show love to your family. Even if you guys are just being crazy and whatever, like take in the hugs. Take in the smell of your kid's hair or how it feels to hold your husband's hand or what it looks like to look into your baby's eyes. She says your only job during the session is to enjoy being together. It's just really, really easy, I think, Mm -hmm. for people to lose perspective on that because you are stressed about the photos. But really, her advice is sound. Just enjoy being together. Remain calm when the things um, might not seem to be going as planned or some family members aren't loving the experience. Take a deep breath. Give that stubborn kid or husband a hug and carry on. The mom can be the example and director of the mood in the family. I will I will say the mom is the yeah. example. Like you really are the one that will change that mood for everybody. It's all yeah. on you. No it pressure. Is. Tip number 26, personal interactions. It kind of goes along with that. But what I want to add is just that when you're actually interacting, like let's say you're done with like a certain pose or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're between pictures or at least you think you are, always keep in mind that the photographer will keep on snapping. So when you're like chatting with your kids or teasing or joking around and being silly, that's all good. But like keep that pleasant look on your face and know Mm -hmm. that the, the camera could actually be going off at any given time. Yeah. Tip number 27 Okay, girls, this is about your own self-consciousness. Here's the deal. We all are going to feel it. We're all going to have our little insecurities and the things that we wish were different about us or whatever. But mamas, a good photographer is going to do her or his job to pose you in a flattering way so that all of the things that you're worried about, they are going to make you look as best as they possibly can. So Kim Skinner suggests to feel free to communicate ahead of time with your photographer about any concerns you have. So it's okay to bring it up ahead of time, just maybe not in the moment. So for example, if you like a certain side better, or if you're self-conscious about something specific, or maybe if you don't want to be in the front or whatever, like just bring this stuff up with your photographer and let them make the magic happen. The main thing is we want to remember that our kids do not see those extra pounds we we do right they see you well and maybe look in the mirror before you leave and say this is not about you Mm -hmm. and you're always going to be hypercritical of yourself have you ever heard that saying that you wished that you looked the way you did the first time you thought you were fat Mm. listen ladies (laughs) wow okay in the childbearing years in in the things that happen Mm -hmm. i have entered the delightful world of menopause lately super fun Topic for another day. Topic for another day. (laughs) However, my point is this, is don't be overly critical. I actually am embarrassed to say this. 40 Love, Kim Allen with 40 Love Photography, amazing photographer. Mm -hmm. I had that awesome mom moment when uh, my youngest was little, 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 and I had a few extra pounds. And of course, like any rational person, I thought, I know what would help that. Let's cut my hair off. Stop. 
rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I cut my hair off. Like right was before a, little, a photo shoot? No, it was a few oh, months before. Okay. But in life in general, when you're oh, feeling sure. a little oh. postpartum maybe sure. cutting your hair, not, not the right time. <laughs> so those photos were beautiful of my kids, and I never posted them. And my poor photographer texted me and said, oh, do you not like the photos? And really what I didn't like was the fact that I had chopped my hair off and was heavier. Mm-hmm. However, those photos now are great. They're awesome. They're you. They're a the moment in time yeah. and they're wonderful. That's why we So stop it making it about you. It's not about you looking mm-hmm. like a supermodel. It's mm-hmm. about having a moment with your family. Right? For sure. And that actually is perfect. This, this segues right into our last little section, just the last few tips that we have. And this is about after the photo shoot. So number 28, validate your photographer. Just like you were saying, your photographer who's kind yeah. of waiting, like, did you not like him? Did you not like him? Come yeah. on. Like, don't leave him hanging. Julia Davis says, your photographer is waiting on pins and needles to hear your feedback of your photos. Show them your appreciation as soon as possible. This session was not only deeply personal for you, but it was for the photographer as well. As much as you want those pictures to turn out amazing, so did the photographer. He or she has spent hours and hours planning, visualizing, and creating your images in ways that they hope that you will absolutely love. So to keep a great relationship with a photographer, give them your positive feedback as soon as you get the chance. Good tip. In life and in photo shoots. I know. We forget about that sometimes. This goes back to what you keep saying, Becky. It's not about you. It's not about you, right? So let's remember our photographers as well. Tip number 29, a little word about social media. Check with your photographer before posting any photos on social media because they might actually have policies or Mm -hmm. specific instructions or whatever. And it's also a sign of respect and appreciation for their work when you can share it in the ways that they recommend. For example, this is like a major no-no. Don't crop it. Don't add your Instagram filters. Don't mess with the images that they actually give you. Yes. And for the love, don't ever share something with a compressed file size where it looks all like, yeah, you know, grainy and, and so low So what, what she's talking about, if you're not sure, is usually when they give you a proof, it will have a watermark of some kind on it, but it is a much lower quality uh, file mm-hmm. so that you can't then take it and you know, circumvent the photographer. Yep. Uh, so don't share that one. Yep, and if there don't. is a watermark on a full res image, go ahead and share it with the mm-hmm. watermark on it because you're giving credit where credit's due to the artist that created sure. your images. The main thing is make sure you do give them credit and, and yeah. ask them how they want that to be. Some of them will want to be tagged in the photos or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And the final tip that we have is um, thanking your family. Oh my gosh, how often do we get through a photo shoot and then, again, thinking it's about us and we're like, oh, we made it through. Well, how about... We let or apologize family. to your family <laughs> or if you are case. unsuccessful with the pre-mentioned tips. Oh. I'm going to go for thanking my family this year and not apologizing that's right. to my family. That's a good goal. Hashtag life goals. Seriously, that's a good goal. We should be letting our family know how much these pictures mean to us. It really is a big deal, and we're we all got through it, right? Um, we we want to remind our kids that these pictures are increasingly significant through the years. So just make sure that after the photo shoot, you're expressing thanks or asking for forgiveness. I don't know. either. And give them the old mom line. You'll thank me when you're older. Oh, for because sure. Because they will. Oh, I use that all the time. And also, when you're having that follow-up conversation with your family, just make sure that you're keeping it positive. Don't focus on what went wrong. Make sure that you validate them for being a good sport and also for being so dang good looking. They I mean – Way to go, kids. Right? All right, listen. We just got through 30 tips. This maybe I mean, of all the episodes we've recorded, that was, probably that was a storm. <laughs> so I hope you were it's able to it. absorb one or two. 
If not, it's fine. It will all be in show notes. Well, we've got, yeah, check out the show notes. Make sure it's there. I do want to mention, this is really, really worth mentioning, that it, when it comes to actually like printing holiday cards, mm-hmm. there's a bazillion options out there. But a lot of our listeners may or may not know that you can actually access free templates that are Darlene through the Project Life app and also at digitalprojectlife.com. So take that for a spin and give it a try. The templates are free and you can print directly through those services and those products. It's just really cool. So easy. Yep. Easy breezy, fantastic quality. You will not regret it. So again, thank thank you so much for listening. We are super thankful to the photographers that have contributed the tips. Um, like Becky said, we'll make sure that it goes in the show notes. Be sure that you're following us on Instagram. We're hanging out at Cultivate a Good Life on Instagram. You can also find us individually because, you know, we're Becky squared, but we actually have separate Separate lives. lives. <laughs> Imagine that. You can find at Becky Proudfit or at Becky Higgins LLC. And of course, we're always interested in your feedback. If you have an idea for a show that you'd love to hear us chat about, you can shoot us an email, podcast at beckyhiggins.com. And of course, we really, really, with all of our hearts, would be super, super grateful if you left a review on iTunes. We're only a couple of episodes in, but guys, if you like what you're hearing so far and you find this valuable, Leave a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Do a social post, whatever you feel inclined to do. If you hate us, disregard that yeah. last comment. Yes, just eliminate Just that send us a nasty email. That's fine, too. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay, we have three live events coming up in Arizona that we would love to see you. Because of the time that we're actually launching this episode, these are coming up. You don't have to write this down if you're listening to this in a position where you're not able to write it down because it's all going to be in the show notes. But we will be doing a live event and kind of like a podcast party party and Podcast a birthday month party. party. All of that's happening at Soda Rush in Gilbert, Arizona on October 23rd from 10 to 12. And then we're also going to be at Pinner's Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona on November 9th and 10th. And then I'm super excited. Because oh, I'm we, excited. Yeah, it's going to be so good. We're having a boutique at our actual headquarters in Peoria, Arizona. That is November 27th from 2 to 7 with all sorts of of good shopping. Wonderful, awesome things. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. We want to thank again our um, sponsor for this episode, Betty's. You guys, if you haven't checked out Betty's, when we kind of came together to talk about sponsors, Betty's was like top of my Mm -hmm. list. Betty's are amazing. They are a fully comprehensive bedding system that is a zip-up system. Your kids can make their own bed. If you have bunk beds or a child with sensory issues or want your house to look freaking fantastic check out <laughs> betty's yeah. i absolutely love this product How it is the best. <laughs> i am passionate about the sponsors because we picked who we, we wanted picked because yes, it's legitimately sure. companies that we actually use i have betty's they are the best go the check best. them out and the blankets are the yummiest oh so like, good seriously so thank you so much to betty's thanks for being a sponsor of the show thank you guys for being here and we'll see you in the next episode thanks for listening Have a good day.
feeling extra sprightly today in my jumper and fancy shoes. Well, you look chipper. I ran, I ran out of breath. <laughs> okay. I like, I needed to take a breath. Don't pass time. out. I can't do this oh. episode, okay? <laughs> That's where you're supposed to jump in. Oh, I thought we were going to do... Oh, before the music. Okay. Let's Sorry, one it. more time. Yeah, one more time. No, I think that was really good. We stayed really good and close to the... That was awesome. I feel good, good about it. I'm a failure I, at family he, photos, however, but he, I scream every time in the car ride. All I'm asking you to do You're gonna change. is get... Oh, of course I am. You're going to change. Get in the car. Just take the stupid picture. Just take the stupid picture. What is the big deal? Every year. Hit record and do that one more time.